Jesus, he lost the sense of the felt presence of God. He had to experience that because he had to bear the full punishment that each of his people deserved. Welcome to the Strength in Truth podcast. In Isaiah 53 and verse 3, we read of one who is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. In this episode, we see how Jesus was the man of sorrows. Listen on to the Bible study from the Bible class at South Chard Strict Baptist Chapel, England, on Sunday, the 15th of October, 2023. The title for this afternoon is The Man of Sorrows. And the chapters that we've just read Isaiah 53 and 52 are prophecy. They were written a long time before Jesus came into the world. But they speak prophetically of who Jesus would be, who the Messiah would be. And we see in in verse 3, of Isaiah 53. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. So Jesus was the man of sorrows and whilst he walked on the earth, he was a man of sorrows. He came from the glory of heaven, at the right hand of the Father. He came into this world to be a man of sorrows, to bear the iniquities of his people and to triumph over sin, to be the saviour for his people. But to be that saviour, he had to bear his people's iniquities. And we see throughout the life of Jesus that he was a man of sorrows. Now I want to look at this in three different ways to help us consider various events in the life of Jesus that that show his sorrow. Looking at three different losses. The first loss is that he was sorrowful over the loss of his generation or the lost condition of the the Jews. And then the second loss, he was sorrowful over the loss of his friends. And then the, the third loss for us to look at is he was sorrowful over the loss of the felt presence of God. So the first one then, the loss of his generation or sorrowful over the lost condition of the Jews. So if we turn to Matthew chapter 9, 
and we look at verse 36, we see that he, this is Jesus, when he, when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. He was moved with compassion because they were as sheep having no shepherd. And then if we go to Matthew 23 and uh, verse 37, the words of Jesus, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, thou that killest the prophets and stonest them which are sent unto thee, how often would I have gathered thy children together, even as a hen gathereth her chickens under her wings, and ye would not. We see here just from these two verses the sorrow and concern that Jesus had for those around him, for, his, for the Jewish nation, and the sorrow that caused him to see the sin around him, the lost condition of his fellow countrymen. And we think of how sorrowful he must have been over the sin that he saw around him, how it grieved him. So that's the first point. Sorrowful over the lost condition of those around him. So then the, the second one, sorrowful. Sorrowful over the loss of his friends. But this really is, a, well, there was a couple of events that I wanted to look at under this heading. So the, the first one is the sorrow that Jesus felt over Lazarus. So if you go to John 11, and Jesus, at the beginning of that, we read that uh, Lazarus was of, a man was sick named Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister. And we know that Jesus loved Lazarus, Mary and Martha. And uh, Lazarus was sick. And uh, Jesus stays away. He doesn't go to see him for quite a while. And then in verse 32, and by this time, Lazarus have, has died and Mary comes to Jesus as Jesus is, he's not actually gone to Lazarus yet. And Mary comes and uh, she falls down at the feet of Jesus and says, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. And when Jesus therefore, so this is verse 33 of John 11, when Jesus therefore saw her weeping and the Jews also weeping, which came with her, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. And we read in verse 35 that Jesus wept. Jesus was divine, he was the God-man, but here we see that he was, we see his humanity. He was both 
fully man and fully God that we can see here, that the sorrow of Mary and the sorrow of those that mourned, we see Jesus' sorrow seeing that, Mary weeping at his feet. And so we see the tender heart of the Lord Jesus and we see his, how he feels for his people. And just as he loved Lazarus and Mary and Martha, he loves his people the same. So then we go to Matthew 26. This is the Garden of Gethsemane. Matthew 26 and verse 38 Jesus says to his disciples, Then saith he unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry ye here and watch with me. And here, Jesus was entering into bearing the punishment for his people. Now this was before he was crucified, but even here, he begins to bear the punishment of God's wrath against the sin of his people and Jesus feels the he feels the sin the wrath of God against sin he feels the utter weight of the suffering that is before him and again, here we see his humanity. He wanted his friends to be with him in his suffering. But they fall asleep. And he says in verse 40, when he comes to his disciples and he finds them asleep, he says unto Peter, What could ye not watch with me one hour? We read, he trod the winepress alone. And so as his sufferings here in the Garden of Gethsemane prior to being arrested and, and going to the cross, as they began, even here his disciples couldn't comfort him. And then a few verses later we read they all forsook him and fled. And so... There, Jesus, the man of sorrows, had to bear it all, to bear all the weight, the weight of wrath, God's wrath against sin, to bear it alone. So then that brings us on to the third loss, the loss of the felt presence of God. And so as we go into Matthew 27 and verse 46. Jesus has been on the cross for some time, suffering the agony of the cross. He cries out with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. That is to say, 
My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And one of the, the punishments against sin is the loss of the presence of God. And so Jesus, he lost the sense of the felt presence of God. He had to experience that because he had to bear the full punishment that each of his people deserved. And that's what hell is. It's, hell is a place without the presence of God. There's no access to God in hell. And so Jesus on the cross had to feel the, the loss of the felt presence of God. We have these, these same words in Psalm 22, just like the chapter we read in Isaiah, how prophetical those words are. And so Jesus was the man of sorrows whilst he walked this earth and he did it all for his people. He came from the glory of heaven, not for his own sins, but to redeem his people from their sins. That was a hymn in the young people's hymnal, 371. I'll just read it out now. It's only four verses. So it's man of sorrows. What a name for the Son of God who came, ruined sinners to reclaim. Hallelujah, what a saviour. Bearing shame and scoffing rude, in their place condemned he stood, sealed their pardon with his blood. Hallelujah, what a saviour. Guilty, vile and helpless we, Spotless Lamb of God was he, full atonement. Can it be? Hallelujah, what a saviour. When he comes, our glorious king, all his ransomed home to bring, then anew this song will sing. Hallelujah, what a saviour. Thanks for listening to this episode. Look out for the next one in this series soon. And don't forget to like, follow or subscribe to the Strength in Truth podcast and share it with your family and friends. That's all for this episode. So until next time, goodbye.